0: Hey, mama friend! Hello and welcome to the Mumpreneur Made Fulfilled podcast. If this is your first time, thank you so much for being here. I hope you will come back for more episodes. If you want to learn more about mumpreneuring alongside mummy and wiping, just scroll down the episodes. I might just have an episode that you are looking for. If this isn't your first time, thank you always and always for journeying with me. We are actually on episode 26, mamas. And yes, this is still in celebration for the International Women's Month, which is why I have invited another empowered mompreneur for this episode. So mama friend, questions for you today have you ever wondered how other moms can possibly do everything from managing their business, having a day job as well, homeschooling their kids, having an infant to breastfeed and other kids to take care of, and building business after business, growing a community, etc., cetera, etc.? cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. I mean, some moms are just so good at it hashtag sana all right do you have someone in mind do you know a mama friend who looks like she has it all together oh mama I have someone in mind who fits the sana all criteria when I drafted this episode she was the very first person that came to my mind and I told myself that I super need to invite her here and yay she is actually here mama's so do stay tuned and see you in a bit. Hi, mamas. Welcome to the Mompreneur Made Fulfill podcast where you will learn how to build a thriving business alongside a God-centered marriage and motherhood. I'm Dr. Jack Bacaltos, child of God, wife and an awesome surgeon, mom to two boys, pediatrician turned full time mom turned mompreneur. I believe that God placed where you are for a reason. And if that is being a mom, then bless you, you have a big purpose. But what if you're a mom yet you also hold dreams in your heart, say building a business perhaps? Yes, God placed those dreams in your heart too. In this podcast, you will be empowered and be equipped with business skills, mindset shifts, and faith stories to help you grow your business while being intentional in marriage and motherhood. if you're ready to truly have a faith-filled and fulfilled mom for your life, and grab a cup of coffee or tea or just prop your feet up for a while and, uh uh-oh, here's my little boy, Kael. Hello, I'm Kael. I help my mom to get inspired, chase big dreams, and somethings me. Listen to mommy's podcast and enjoy the show. (laughs) Haha, what he said. There you go. Let's dive in. Mamas, here we go. Like I've said, I am bringing you here one very empowered mom who has touched so many lives, including mine. When I first learned about her advocacy, I was so impressed by how much it is helping and how much it is empowering so many moms. As I got to know her and followed her in social media, I was even more impressed at how she's managing everything. She even has a podcast, mama get that and i said to myself one day i have to ask what's her secret and that one day is finally here mamas so mamas i am bringing you mommy k Mommy Kay started her career as a human resource professional for seven years, specializing in the areas of learning and organizational development and worked for local and international telecommunication companies. In 2017, she then started her passion project, turned business called Mama Academy PH, a learning events organization providing workshops seminars, talks among the women, moms, and parents. Presently, she is on a mission to encourage more moms and women to make learning a lifestyle and pursue their God-given talents through learning. She has conducted several workshops and inspirational talks among different groups with topics like entrepreneurship, parenting, family life, and many others. So I'd like to welcome now, finally, Mommy Kay. All right, Mommy Kay, tell us about your story. We want to get to know you. What got you into the world of helping moms, empowering moms, the way that you're doing now?
1: You know, Doc, my story of this whole Mama Academy PH thing started as far back in 2017 wow. when I was seven months into motherhood. Wow. Um, Back at the time, there wasn't so much of a mom community. Um, but 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 for context, so that it's it's a whole context that you can appreciate. I'm from the learning and development HR industry, so later you'll be able to piece together why it's it's an important element in the story. So there wasn't so much mom community, and I was a first time mother. I was looking for, of course, people to ask, people who've been there, done that. But there wasn't so much. Most of the resources in the communities that I would find are from the U.S. or Western-based. So I oh, but prior to that, I was really praying for something to start as a passion project because leaving a job after so many years parang, and transitioning to being a stay-at-home mother kind of got me bored. No, so I was praying. now. Lord, this <laughs> Is this what you want me to do for the next years of my life? So I was praying, yeah. and then sabi ko Sige, I think at seven months, I can manage to attend a workshop already. No. So, it wasn't anything related to starting your own business. It was, in fact, related to blogging. Because no? back in the time, parang usong usong yung pagu-blog. So, I said, Sige, let's learn about blogging. And then, after I attended the workshop, it was just a small um, interaction among women, bloggers, or aspiring ones. After that, I came home with this strong desire to put together a community or a group of moms who would constantly meet each other learn from each other and well practically support each other I didn't end up to be a blogger on the contrary but by God's grace that was the start that was the beginning of Mama Academy PH and then weeks later of course we were praying my husband and I he said whatever you choose to do I'll fully support you a lot but you have to pray about it very very genuinely So we were praying and then one very random day, the name came to me in an aha moment. She said, okay, let's call it. Because there were a lot of iterations for the name, like Learning Moms, Moms in Touch. (laughs) And then finally, we zeroed in on... Mama Academy kind of rings a bell. So, the first thing that we did was took up the internet. Meron na bang Mama Academy page? Oh, wala. Okay. So, sabi namin, okay. Sige, let's try this. And then, May, the following month, that was a Black Saturday in 2017. I vividly remember. And then, a month later, we launched our first ever workshop. So, that's the story. Very, very straightforward story naman
0: it's really nice to know that at that start, it was really you and your husband praying Mm. for it. Mm, That was the start of Mama Academy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, not a lot of people know that Mama Academy as a workshop provider actually started or was born out of a workshop no well not a lot of people would know that but to connect lang the element of coming from the hr learning and development this was exactly what i used to do in the corporate i would put together training programs learning and development no i would ask people to come and practically sell a whole training program no so it's kind of parang continuation because maybe for the longest time after leaving my job, I was really hoping my my husband would say yes to the idea of me coming back to the corporate. Kasi yun yung gusto kong gawin in the first place. To teach to, yeah, something in the lines of learning and development. But God had a different plan for me because for the longest time, my husband would always say, "Wag na muna, hindi na lang." And whenever he would say that, I'd feel genuinely bad because, de ba? <laughs> Sayang naman tapos. But then you like what you said, it was a prayer of my husband and I to create something alongside motherhood so that I would have like a creative outlet. Important yun eh, because. I notice that if I don't have like a creative outlet and I'm just doing, I'm focused, for example, I'm just devoting every energy all of my time in doing household chores. Parang, I, I tend to be more grumpy or I mean. <laughs> I agree.
0: I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> but course, Motherhood is yes. a beautiful blessing. It is. It is. It's one of the essentials because of no human being Yeah. Mm-hmm. growth yeah. is really important yeah, and creativity kailangan talaga and that's what siguro what i also wanted to know, stay at home moms with me like i want to empower moms through entrepreneurship but it doesn't have to be really business it's really just something yeah. that I, for you you still want to do it's really your passion to train to, to teach mm-hmm. so you get to still use that And alongside that, motherhood. You know what? I think answered prayer is your husband. I know, I know. Aside from you, but uh, I really think it's an answered prayer for (laughs) 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 your husband. (laughs) (laughs) praise (laughs) God. Nice. So I also want to ask, Mommy K, they say that great powers comes great responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. That's from (laughs) Spider-Man. And I love that movie, by the way. (laughs) I truly believe that that is the case for you you have this vast power of influencing so many women and moms in particular. And I look at your social media accounts and I see a lot going on. And I think to myself, how does this mama manage to do everything? I wanted to ask, I've long been wanting to ask this, how do you do it? (laughs) It's
1: such a big question to ask But I'd love to go back to your first question though. No, because you said, no, not exactly a question, but you said, the power of influencing so many women out there, even up to this time, I still honestly do not see it as an influence. Parang sa akin, it's growing into me in a way that I have the opportunity to serve other people. Because if you think of it that way, parang you, you have this entitlement in your heart na I should be the first, I should be prioritized, I should be in the center of the spotlight. I'm supposed to be taking the center stage or the spotlight. But for me, it's more like an opportunity to serve the moms. Because I realized, alam mo, ang daming kwent, magagandang kwento ng mga nanay. Magaganda in a sense na it would be unfair it would be a disservice if you don't work too hard and give them the best of your service. The power isn't really the power-power, but more of the heart to serve. I think it's yun yung ultimate driver. Ko. But going back to your question in terms of how do I do it? kung I don't ko I think it's really all by God's grace, to be honest. Because like a lot of moms and women, I would have days when I feel tired, I feel uninterested, I feel discouraged. I think a lot of times, especially when things don't go as planned. But in a nutshell, how do I do it? First, I start my day by acknowledging what I can't do, but what God can do. So al- I a'il alam kuna from the time I start my day, and damikung indikaya no. So I just surrender that to God. Homeschooling, um, business side. Angamikong Kailangan is surrender from the time I start doing my work. And then I try to write everything a day before. Call it conventional or old school. But it's really working well for me. I have a list for everything. Hindi, wala. <laughs> <laughs> May sinabi ka sa akin, ko muna yan. Because if I don't, then that means it's not part of my activities for the day. Basta I would need a pen and a paper or my notes beside me. Digital or old school writing, kailangan ko yan. And then next would be to delegate. I've learned this the hard way because I found that, grabe, dami kong kailangan gawin. Tapos ako lang to. Boy, ni ko naman kaya to, di ba? <laughs> so I realized the need for me to entrust the things that I need to do to other people. To trust, meaning to let go and to not worry about it. Kung magagawa ba nila ng maayos at uh, ano ba superb quality, so that's something that I learned to assign other people to do already. And then now that I'm in a completely different season, meron akong infant i would have to say no to things i would have to go back to my values as a person i would have to go back to my vision for my academy page of course not my own but god's vision for my academy page and i would have to pray lord this is something that you want me to take for now i always remember that my yes means a no to other things So if I say yes to this, that means I lose the time to do something else. But if I say no to this, that means I'm gaining more time so that I can focus on other things. Parang you just choose your battles at the moment. I could not accept too many projects right at this time, although they have a lot of potential. But I realized this is not the season to fill myself with too many projects because I have to be a mom then a man to my young children. That's a struggle for now, for me. But I continue to hold on to God's promise for me that eventually things will get better, and it's just a season for me. It's just a season that will pass, and eventually babalikan ko rin to. And do I want to regret when I look back? I don't want. So I
0: have to make the wise decision to prioritize. Nice. I love that. You know, while you were talking, I was really nodding the whole time. Because <laughs> it- uh, yeah, I was really nodding the whole time. Because like I said, not only by God's grace, like it's really starting your day, you know, we know that we cannot do a lot of things on our own. It's in God. And then when you said like, it's really just a season. And mm-hmm. the, I keep on reminding myself that because sometimes it's really a hard pill to swallow, especially if you want so many, if you want to do so mm-hmm. many things. But we have that in us, like we want to do this and that. And we have that like the, the shiny object syndrome. We want to do that. But then... We have to take into account also that the season we're in may not allow us to do that. God wants us to stay in the season where, you know, she's, he's teaching us patience, he's teaching us this. This is where should we should be, like, mm-hmm. taking care of our kids, be a mother. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's also reminding me, I think this is a blessing, This this conversation that we're having right now. It's also a blessing because for the past few days, I've been... Like thinking of taking more projects than you know, then I want to to do this, like Mm -hmm. start a new business, and then I've been thinking about it. But something is pulling me, also pulling me, and then pushing me again, and then pulling me, and then hearing you again that's really a reminder for me. Like, Jet, you still have a one year old. So, thank you for that. It's actually a reminder. Yeah, and I also want to ask although you mentioned a little bit, what does Mm -hmm. your typical day look like? Oh, I try to wake up earlier than the rest of the people at home
1: because I try to squeeze in some work in the morning. For context, I try to sleep early also so that I can wake up early the next day. I wake up and then I try to do my morning devotion. Before, I used to do the real Bible devotion as in the hard Bible. But now, since I gave birth, the only thing I could pull off was <laughs> a mobile Bible. But it's a seaside. No, it's just a seaside. Eventually, I'd go back to the, the real Bible thing that I'm reading for a longer period of time. Um, and then after that, so I'd, I'd try to squeeze in some work, hindiyan ko silang makagumisang. Or if not, kung talagang napasarap sila sa pag I'll prepare breakfast and then I'll wait for them to come down. And then after breakfast, we would normally go out of the house, get some fresh air. Habang pinapatulog ko naman tong aking five-month-old girl. And then after that, homeschool time. No? So my mornings are devoted to homeschooling as much as possible. My meetings are slated in the afternoon. I have to safeguard that boundary. Because if not, yung homeschool homeschooling. <laughs> so I have to safeguard that. In the afternoon, I set my meetings at around 4 p.m. By God's grace, my clients and people who schedule meetings with me are amenable naman at 4 p.m. And then, dinner, winding down, kids going to bed and sleeping. And then I start working again until 10, 10.30-ish. That's my cutoff. And then I try to get asleep. sleep. No. I learned from one of my mompreneur friends no, that the key to really being productive the next day or the following day is to get a good night's rest. Parang it's counter, on the contrary, if we think we're being productive to staying up late, you know, getting that badge of honor, it's counterproductive. Well, we know this naman, but adults kasi ba? We know that it's hurting our health. no So instead, I tried to approach it differently. I said, okay, I'll, I'll sleep early tonight, but then I'll try to wake up 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so, wala namang gising ng, ng ganong oras and then you'd notice that you're more productive at the time. So, my day is pretty much straightforward. A huge bulk of my day. Really is devoted to doing household work, managing the whole household, making sure that my husband won't be bothered for anything house related, taking care of the kids and homeschool. Kung mayma isingit ma na Like what I would always tell the moms, pasundut, tsundut lang talaga, as in pasundut, tsundut.
0: It was funny um, that, you know, the thing that you mentioned, it's really counterproductive, like sleeping yeah. late. That's one of the biggest health lessons that I've learned. Since the pandemic started. Because, you know, abusado. Yeah. At 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Na so, I got sick 2021. And that's when I realized, sleep is life. Yeah. I like, I eat healthy. Naman. I eat complete with you know, vitamins and uh-huh. supplements and all. But sleep, talaga. And that's yeah. how I learned. One of the my goals, like health goals this year, is we to sleep earlier. But, mm-hmm. Mommy Kay, I see your page, and I see your community. Mm-hmm. The, con- the content is really so good. The posting, it's so consistent and everything. Thank you. Yeah, you mentioned about delegation. Do you delegate this stuff or do you do it all on your own?
1: You know, there are things that I identified that should be delegated and there are things that I figured should be personally curated by me. I know, contrary to what other people think, I'm still the one ideating the content. I talaga yon. I tried leaving it out to other people and assigning and delegating it to them. But it felt different because the content wasn't organic, raw. lang But it doesn't sound like the real mom experiencing motherhood at its best state or at its most raw or most real scenario. So I figured I, I better take that back and assign something else. What I tried to assign would be a lot of admin tasks. A lot of first interface or first touch point to the clients so that the team would be able to handle that already on their level. My podcast topics are still on me. Of course, I I, I, I do the ideation. But the rest of the other things like audio editing, video editing, hatyan kilanghun it dedicate. But in summary, pa the whole concept behind what comes out to the public, that has to be, for me, Doc, that has to be carefully curated and well thought of. Because if you as an audience if you're just trying to wing it. Meaning you're just out there to publish something once a day or thrice a week. And you know, doc, what I learned about delegation is that you have to empower the other person taking in the role. Hindi mo lang siya, papasahan ng trabahu. Just like that. You have to make sure that you're empowering them in a way that they're not solely dependent on you. That even if they decide to leave the job or the role within your organization, they will thrive. It's also a challenge for entrepreneurs like us to be able to lead and train people in a way that would equip them for future rules. Because we recognize, Doc, no, they won't be always with us. Right? Of course, we want to see them fly and succeed also. So that, in a way, is also Our training ground, our personal training ground to be able to train and teach the other person so that when it's time for her or him to leave the flock or the the organization, people would know that this person is doing well because he or she came from an organization. That you established, But oh, um, people yeah. would see it. Eh. Yeah. People would see it. So more than, because a lot of times we struggle at delegating because we see it. Na parang utusan mo si ganito, utusan mo si mm-hmm. Yung hindi mo kaya pagawa. one thing I realize it's shouldn't be that way. Kaya I would tell um those that I talk to about entrepreneurship and those that I share this whole entrepreneurship journey to, Parang when you hire a person. You write down all the things that this person needs to do or assume as role. You won't hire a person with just saying, okay, when I just think of a word, I'll pass it on to you. Uto No, it has to be structured and ready. So that the person you're passing the their role to would get that feel na, oh. This is really a serious thing that we're doing, and I have to step up because I'm expected to not just play the role within expectations, exceeding expectations, because my superior is doing her job to equip me well
0: yeah yes, yeah, leadership then talaga. it's really not just yeah like, we're, we're we're moms, we're at home moms, we might be doing this on our own, but it's also like you are really leading a team. Para na siyang, you know, you're really the CEO and you're really... Para kang nanay talaga. Oh, nerds diba? talaga. The whole team. Love that. Like, it's really important and I keep on reiterating this na, like, the having an evening routine, like, writing, like what you said, we need a pen and mm. paper, writing, yeah. you're to lose the following day. Alam mo, if I don't do that, Mm-mm. gigising ako sa umaga ng... Lost? Alam mo, lost. Hindi ko alam anong unahin kung gagawin. Yeah. Ano pa gagawin ko? Wala ba akong gagawin? Wala akong gagawin, pero ano nga <laughs> And then, sometimes, if I don't write, I won't be able to do anything na. Kasi nga, mm. ang daming pomi. Ang daming, Mommy, I want this one. Mommy, mm. wants And then, my husband wants also something. Okay, wala na. And then, by the end of the day, wala na akong nagawa. <laughs> <Okay>. So, <laughs> kailangan talaga magsula. I you mentioned kanina na you have those days na you're disinterested, you're mm. unmotivated. And I really wanted to ask that. How often does that come to you? Like the disinterested days, and motivated days, or feeling na burnt out, na, times when you feel lazy. Do you still show up despite those quote-unquote lazy days? And if you do or if you don't, what do you do to get yourself back to moving again?
1: It would be such a fake of me to answer that I don't go through those discouraging moments. I have a lot of them. In fact, I would remember a couple of weeks ago, I told my husband, the whole scenario in events has changed yet again. (laughs) <laughs> na lang, no? Now that we're changing the alert level status in Manila iba na naman, No, So this this is significantly affecting the way that we do things in Mamakadmi Ph. And sabi ko sa kanya, how about I just completely give up everything and just focus on being a mom? That was an idea, to be honest, no. And then he would just say, Pag pray naman pag pray ko lang naman because um there are really moments when you Feel so tired, and you're just so tempted to give everything up. Parang andalit, But when you pray about it and you think through it, Lord, give me your wisdom. What should I do about this thing? How do I show up? Alam ni Lord when I feel at my lowest, because He would constantly encourage me through other people. I remember I was at the peak of my discouragement a couple of weeks ago. Because there was a project that I wanted to roll out, but I could not because of my season. And then there was one mom who came up to me and she said how much she appreciates Mama Academy PH and the whole program that we're doing for them. The whole community, the feeling of having people to journey with her, ganyan, ganyan. so in short, God's been very, very faithful in sending encouragements in too many different ways. No, So why do I show up? Because of those stories, those are real motherhood stories, raw motherhood experiences that God would constantly make me encounter or remember, and I would always tell myself, "Bakit nga ba ako na discourage? If these are the people that I need to serve." what is my reason for giving up? If this is exactly where God has placed me right now, what is the need for me to look around and compare my achievements or my Academy PHS milestones to other people's milestones? It's one of the things that really weigh us down. Us comparing ourselves with other people. So true. The other achievements. Why on the outside, it just looks so seamless. But for me, it's totally the opposite. As, as I'm going through this whole motherhood slash passion project slash entrepreneurship journey, I realized if you're in for the money, you're up for a huge discouragement. I would listen to different mentors or people that I kind of look up to from abroad. And they would have a different perspective on this. But I realize it's really having a different, a godly perspective. Because eh? if you're always in it for the money, doc, I guarantee you that you'll have a lot of days when you feel low and discouraged. Because money will not always come in, to be very
0: honest. Amen. Toto, I mean, especially in entrepreneurship. Hindi naman always like constant. And, diba? Yeah, constant. It's really up and up and down And yeah. If you're just in it for the money, Mm-mm. one month pa lang siguro or even, you know, less than a year, you'll be out of the game or you'll be yeah. out of the journey na. Because mm-hmm. ah, not ang hirap, hirap, wala pala. It's not like the corporate or the job, because mm-hmm. if we're talking about entrepreneurship, or talking about money. Mm-hmm. It's not kasi you're given a salary for it. But with business, because it's really different. It really goes on like an infinite game. Why are you doing it? Who is it for? It's not really just the money. It's not just
1: the clients and customers.
0: How about family time for you? Do you ever have that point or that time wherein you had to choose between your family and your advocacy or business? How do you show up for one over the other without feeling guilty? Because it's the last time Or do you try to show up for both? Like having that balance or work-life balance thing?
1: You know, I cannot do both at the same time. I have to choose, no? So I'm never perfect about this aspect because my daughter would say, you're always working. That's what she sees because we're constantly together. I try to be better in this department. <laughs> I'm not perfect, but it's a continuing struggle and desire for me to master the art of delegation. So that I'd be completely hands off at some parts of activities for my mga page and that I can devote more time. But I understand when you establish kasi a business, parang there are birth pains that you have to continuously polish, ba, and be there until it's fully grown, like a child, ba, until makalakad siya, you're, you're there to assist. So I'm at a point right now when I'm trying to balance everything out. But if you ask me, did I ever have a chance to choose between? Family and business, like what I said, if you're in it for the money, it's so easy to rationalize why you're choosing business over family. Tiba ang dalilang naman, kasi sabi natin na, you know, kids, this is for you, this is for your future. But God is continuously reminding me that the earning part is not your concern. I leave that part to your husband. What you do is just an on the side thing. So if you have to choose between family and doing this, you have to choose your family. In fact, if I do something or even. Even before I accept a client or an engagement, I would normally ask my husband, pwede ba to? pwede yan?" because I want him to know and realize that I value his leadership for the family. And that's my way of saying, if you tell me don't accept it, I would quickly not accept the project.
0: Nice. I recently read a post from, this was from a mompreneur sa other, you know, sa other country naman. Mm-hmm. And then she was posting, and it really got me to think, And sabi niya na, do not make your kids as an excuse to not do your business. Parang kalbaliktarin siya sa, you know, what you said. Mhm. pa ako in that context that this particular mom maybe she's the sole provider for the family. Valid yon, kasi nga she has to provide for the family yeah, and for the kids. Pwede. But then here you are Again, the season, you know, God gave you apartment who sold the purpose the master, to provide mm-hmm. for our families. And then, tayo, mm-hmm. this is aside side hustle. What are your thoughts on that? Do not make your kids as an excuse.
1: I would say, iba iba talaga, doctor. Like what you said, mm-hmm. I don't want to invalidate naman the situation of that mom because she might be coming from a standpoint where she needs to provide for her family soon. And that's perfectly valid. As for me, my husband and I were talking about this years ago, and he said, Do you not consider it a blessing that you have a husband who provides for you? And it got me thinking, oh, no, there are a lot of moms. you would see that right? in the in the mom forums or groups. Right? A lot of the moms would say the the husband isn't earning as much compared to what they need to shell out every week, ba? Right? And here I am. I have the opportunity to focus my time and energy, my kids and my family, because I have a husband who can provide through through, naman, through, through his grace, no? through God's provision for a family. And I would tell my husband, I'd embrace that and I'm genuinely thankful to the Lord for as long as he will provide for us. I will embrace the season of motherhood and I will continue to consider myself as a stay-at-home mother and continue to consider Mama Academy PH as a side hustle for me because God faithfully provides. Pero kung dumating yung time na inevitably, we don't know eh. where There may be a time in the future when um, our husbands cannot work anymore and we need to step out of our comfort zone. Sabi ko naman sa kanya, you know, by God's grace, I would completely and humbly accept if and when I need to work again. But for now, I'm so yes. much thankful and I would gladly embrace.
0: Amen. For Mommy Kay, what are your words of encouragement, Mommy, for mm. the mama who has to juggle so many things at home, at work, mm. and then in business and everything else going on in her life?
1: You know, the world would tell us to do a lot of things at once. The world will continue to tell us things that we should get for ourselves and that we should have for the family. But my prayer is that you would find your purpose in Jesus. Because when you find that purpose in Jesus, you feel secured. You don't have, you let go of things that you cannot do and surrender those to God. Because you know that even if you can't, God can, even if you don't, God has it all covered for you. So, find your purpose, but not just any kind of purpose. Find your purpose in Jesus. Seek that purpose out and pray really talaga na Lord, ano ba ako sa iyo? Who am I for you? And when you truly find out what you are in God, that's when that's when you realize that you know these things that the world tell me to have and get a hold of, wala lang to. Wala lang to compared to the joy of having
0: God in my life. Wow, Mommy Kay, that was just so explosive. It was explosive in a sense that I feel so blessed having this conversation with you, doing this episode with you. I feel like this was meant to happen. It was a timely reminder even for me. And that's why I feel so much blessed with our episode, with whatever you said and whatever you shared with us for this episode. And my key takeaways are only by God's grace. I am, again, being reminded that things may be impossible given all the schedules and all the things that we need to do as moms and mompreneurs. But only by God's grace that we can do anything and everything. That is really a good reminder of what you said right there when I told you that how do you do it? How to be you? It's all by God's grace. And it truly is. Another key takeaway that I have is instead of thinking of it as influence, It is actually an opportunity to serve moms. And instead of thinking of it as power, it is actually like having that heart to serve. It's not really power per se, but it's having the heart to serve. It's always a reminder that the people who are journeying with us or the people who we meet every day are actually the people God sent to us for us to serve. So having that responsibility is actually a calling for us. It's a God-given calling, calling for us to serve the people God is sending to us. And lastly, these are practical tips, which I will just reiterate my key takeaways. It's really delegation, writing. The evening prior, like the to do lists, and saying no to things so that you can say yes to the things that truly matter to you. And again, put God first, seek purpose in Jesus. Love that. I really love this episode. And I'd like again to thank you so much, Mama Kay. I hope we can have you here again for another round because this has been such a blessing. As in, super talaga. And to all the mamas, head on over to the Mom Academy page and community. Be part of this empowering community. i actually also a part of the Mom Academy page and community. So do head in there. Be part of this empowering community and learn some more about everything that concerns motherhood and finding your purpose in Jesus. Also, I want to thank you for listening in and learning with us for this episode I pray that this episode will help you move on towards your goals and dreams for this year. And yes, definitely beyond. If this episode blessed you as much as it did to me, do share this episode to your friends in your stories also, and do tag me at MobBurnerMD in your stories if you can, because I would really love to connect with you. Also, the Mompreneur CEO Clarity Journal Plus Life Planner, the first batch, is already sold out. Thank you so, so, so much. I couldn't thank you enough. We have actually reprinted our second batch for some of the mamas who weren't able to get the first batch, but it's very limited. So if you do want to get one, the link is over at my website, or I have the also the link attached below this episode so you can just click on it yourself or you can just message me over at Instagram or in Facebook I would love to serve you so thank you so much again mamas I hope to see you in our next episode love and light thank you so much for being here mama and if this gave value to you or has touched you in some ways please do go to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review you will be blessing me so much Do also take a screenshot when you do that and tag me at mompreneurmd in your Instagram story so I can share you in my story too. And perhaps this way we will be blessing more moms like us. If you also want to be part of the Mompreneur tribe, do head on to Facebook and join the Mompreneurs Made Fulfilled community. I really, really hope to connect with you there. And as always, bring light and love with a fulfilled heart. Until the next one, mama.